And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages situations. Where do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch. But it wasn't because I didn't know enough. I just knew too much. Hey, this is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. I've got Billy Dees with me. How you doing? I'm doing okay, and I hope everyone that's listening is doing very well as well. Yeah, had a uh, doing all right. How was your weekend? Uneventful or oh yeah, very packed? uneventful. Oh, yeah, was, boring. That's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's no. a good thing. Sometimes your events you get you don't want so. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, as everybody knows, I told everybody I was going to uh, Niagara Falls. That went real well. Christina's birthday was yesterday, so <clears throat> so we went down there for her birthday, and uh, it was nice. Uh, first time I'd ever been there, and uh, man, it's massive. It is massive. I want to go back eventually and be able to get a, have a passport, and I want to go to both sides. Oh, both. you didn't go to the Canadians. I was going to no. ask you that if you had a passport. Yeah. No, I don't have a passport. I have to go through all that deal. I want to go. I want to go back and do that, and do. But I want to uh, do both sides because both sides has different things you can do. And I want to go through that old right. building that's on the other side. I don't know what right. that building is, but I want to go through it because I love going through old shit like it. Yeah. See, when, when I was there, that was pre nine eleven. Oh, okay. And you you could go over to the Canadian side with. Not a whole lot of hassle. I, they might have asked for my driver's license. I don't remember, but it was no big deal. Oh, they okay. They asked you like for your driver's license and uh, where you were from, and you know they would ask you like some questions. Like if you say you're from Akron, they would. Most of them were pretty pretty good as far as geography goes. So they'd say, "Oh well, yeah, well, where did you did you go to school at here or there?" You know, so they had like an idea if you were BSing or not. Oh, okay. And, ba- and, and basically, they just let you in, but. Obviously, a lot has changed since nine eleven. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I wish it was more like it was then, but uh, I got it was. I got to see the other side, and I, I did see that. I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what that building was. As far as it's a long rectangular building, but you can tell it's an old building. It's kind of like built into the side of the hill. 
And uh, okay. I just I just want to go through it because I, I know it had something to do with history. It had to be because it's got to be. I mean, this building had to be in the 1800s. There's yeah. no doubt about it. It was that old. Had to be at least that old, just from eyeballing it. <clears throat> but right. um, I, I had some. That. I had some really good pictures of the falls, and I haven't. I don't, I don't know what I did with those, but I took them from that uh, from that restaurant that's on the needle. Oh, okay. And, and uh, yeah, I had a pretty good time when I went there, but that was a long time ago. That was 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Tell you what, if you're a gambler, you'll have a damn good time there. They got casinos everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they had them when you went, but there's casinos. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was just coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, that, just, yeah. Both sides. I mean, you got some on the New York side, you got some on the Canadian side. It's some casinos everywhere. So if you like to gamble, go to Niagara Falls. There's plenty of it up there. But, uh, other than that, like I said, it was pretty just went up there. So I got some pictures of it. There was a few things I want to do when I go back. I didn't get to go to the Cave of the Winds. I want to check that out and do that. It's just press for time and everything else. So that's why we, you know, didn't get to do it all. I mean, finding a parking place up there took forever. Just right. Getting in, getting into there, man. Man, I, but uh, tell you what, them souvenir shops got to make a fortune. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I paid five dollars for a damn small scoop of ice cream. <laughs> they got to make a damn fortune. I said, Lord, with some of the things wasn't as high as I thought. I did get me a shirt. I did uh-huh. get me a Niagara Falls shirt. Some okay. of the th- but it is, for any of you that don't know, it is the oldest uh, national park in America. For those of you that don't know, uh, Niagara Falls, as far as national park in the United States, it's the oldest, right. <clears throat> oldest one. And uh, so I'm sure it's, it's got a lot of history in that area. I'd like to sit down and actually study the history of it. I didn't get to go to the museum, but I would like to get to study the history of it myself, just so you know, researching. Right. Sam Shepard died. If you don't yeah. know, who he, he was an actor. He uh, st- he was from Illinois, Chicago originally. He died in Kentucky. That's where he resided when he died. Um, he died from I don't even know if I'm going to be able to say this right. Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis has some kind of shutdown of your motor uh, skills uh is what it is mm-hmm. so that's what he ended up dying from i don't know how long he had suffered with that but uh he died at the age of 73 wow um interesting story about him is at 19 years old he did what most aren't willing to do or too scared to do took his ass to new york city and got him a cafe job Ended up getting on the off-Broadway shows, and the rest is history. Became a playwright, been nominated. For, he was No, he didn't get nominated. He won an Oscar for Supporting Actor, and um, I believe it was All the Right Stuff was the name of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies he played in, it's just one of my favorite movies of all time, period. And you can call me a sissy or you know whatever the fuck, because it's not an action movie. It's not one of your big man movies, but still Magnolias. One of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely love the fucking movie. Um, the scene at the end with Sally Field when she's uh, talking, discussing about her daughter's death, one of the best performances you'll ever see, bar none. There is nobody else that could have done it like Sally Field did. One of the best performances I have ever seen. Well, every time I watch that, and I've seen it I don't know how many times, every time I see that scene, I'm still in awe. 
I mean, okay. yes, yeah, it's, it's if you haven't seen the movie, check it out. Or if you Been have a long seen, time. The, yeah, if you have seen the movie, go back and watch it. And just just the whole cast does a damn good job, though. I mean, it's the whole cast does a good job. But um, just that one scene at the end is my favorite part of the whole movie, though, is when uh, her daughter, which is Julia Roberts, dies, and she's just mad as hell, you know, and everything. Right. And it's just her emotions, which Sally Fields a good actress anyway. But. Uh, I do want to recommend, if you are, follow me on Facebook. Check out that video I posted on my wall today about James Gandolfini um, tribute. If you don't know who that is, he played Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. Um, he, I didn't realize this until I started watching. It's about a 34-minute video, I think it is. I didn't realize this until I started watching it. This was made right after he died by the cast of The Sopranos, talking back to him and thinking back to him and all that. He was a very generous guy. He had kind of the same mentality that I do as far as once you become a success, help other people. He was known for helping people with the medical stuff, getting people with the right doctors, whatnot. He was he used his influence to try to help you know people with other situations. Um, him and Tony Sirico, which was which Sirico, I think is how you say his last name. He played in he played uh, Walt Polly, and uh, they went to Iraq and visited with soldiers. He came back and he had interviews with wounded soldiers, and he was very emotional during those interviews to the point that sometimes he would have to call cut because he would just be in tears talking with these soldiers. And uh, to the point that after he died, the I think they're called the Wounded Warrior Group. Okay. They actually they actually gave an award and make it made an award in his name to give out. The it's the James Gandolfini Wounded Award. Wounded Warrior Award, and it goes out because he has such an impact on these soldiers. Um, they 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 highly respected him, and uh, phenomenal actor. Um, I was thinking back to it today. Um, if you watched some of his shows, he's the only person I've ever seen that can go from like, or one of the few people you'll ever see that can be like happy go lucky one second, and all of a sudden, bam. He's up on he's on your ass and in your face that quick. And they right. said because he was such a nice guy, it was sometimes hard for him to go to that dark side. But he pulled it off well. But um great actor. I I miss him dearly. Uh, I liked him in other stuff too. I've seen him in other movies as well. But a hell of an actor. Uh have you heard about this Conor McGregor Floyd Merriweather fight? I'm not much into fights. Yeah, of course I've heard about it. I haven't been following it close. Um, I got mixed emotions about that kind of fighting anymore, as far as it being a sport. I don't have like a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, I've heard about it. Sure. I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if it ain't all hype and just a money maker. Well, that's what most of them are. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what the sport's all about. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I think if it came down to a, just a regular old damn, let's get in there and fight. I think Conor McGregor would beat the shit out of him. Well, he's going to be at a disadvantage because it's going to be by boxing rules. Right, true. He's not what you call a per se boxer. Floyd Mayweather is definitely the better boxer. I don't like Floyd Mayweather just basically based on ego. He's just which they're both full of ego. I can't just say him. Oh Connor, yeah, if, you, if you've been following some of the things yeah. they said, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Connor's full of ego too. I've been reading some of his comments, and he's full. Yeah, he's full of yeah, shit too. But 
both of them. I mean, I think it'd be an interesting about would I pay whatever they want to charge on pay-per-view, which is probably going to be astronomical. Fuck, no. There ain't no way I'd pay to see it. I'll get up and just read the headline the next morning. But there'll be people that will. Oh, yeah. How do you say this? Anthony Saramucci? Yeah, Saramucci. Yeah, I think yeah. they're calling him the Mooch. That was his nickname. Oh, yeah. Mooch. He didn't stay too long to left the Mooch. Yeah, he's gone, man. 11 days is all he was in the White House. Yep. Uh, what do you think caused that? His mouth? I can't imagine that it helped. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, I mean, there's been, you know, politicians curse and, and things like that before, but that... If you read that thing, in the, and I believe it was the Post, that was raw. I mean, that that is as raw as you can get. Oh. I mean, that was like an Andrew Dice Clay routine. Well, the, and the <laughs> reporter asked him, do you want it on the record? And he said, I don't care if it's on the record or not. So then she writes it because he said that. And then he gets pissed right. and says, well, I didn't know. Uh, he says, I didn't know. He said, I won't trust the reporter again. Well, when a reporter says, do you want it on the record? You say, no, what the hell do you think they're going to do? You know, here's here, here's the thing. Somebody in his position should know. Oh, yeah. When you, when, you know. T- when you talk to a reporter, it's like a microphone, man. It's always on. You always treat it like it's on. Just like you always treat a gun like it's loaded. Right. You always treat a microphone like it's on. <laughs> and you, always, yeah. you always talk to a reporter like it's on the record. I mean, that's just yeah. Even if, if Even if I tell you if it's off the record. You yeah. still talk like you're on the record. I mean, it doesn't matter. Because uh, even if you say it's off the record, you have no proof of that. And if they go ahead and say it, you're screwed. Right. That's their word against theirs. So why would you trust them? I mean, unless you really know them. But I mean, if it, it all depends on the case of how well you know them. Because some reporters are just out for the story. don't make a damn. Right. right, right. I know he said he was going to fire all the leakers. And he the said, leakers. the leakers, yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and he said, Priebus and him were like Cain and Abel. Oh, man. Yeah, they were brothers like Cain and Abel, yeah. Yeah, I don't know which one was He Cain said a lot worse. Did Abel. you read that article? I oh, haven't man. had a chance to. I heard. I, I oh. got a gist of it from what I read today on this one particular article, but I haven't actually read the article article. I have to get that, get on there and read it. I know, from what I've gathered, it must have been pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, something else. But uh, I have saw this thing on USA Today where it said five things that had lasted longer than Anthony Saramucci's days in the White House. A carton of eggs, because it can last at least five weeks in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Kardashian's mar- marriage to K- Chris Humphreys lasted two months. Uh, the 2013 government shutdown lasted 16 days. Uh, I don't know what this is, but some Depachito song that's on the top 100 billboards has been on 11 weeks on the charts. Oh, <laughs> it's this. I don't know what the hell that is. I probably haven't ever heard it, but I mean, yeah, it's been 11 weeks on the charts. Not to say I yeah. wouldn't like it, but I mean, I don't know. I'd have to check it out. And the common cold can be contagious up to three weeks. So <laughs> a lot of things outlast that. 
this is something I found kind of interesting. It's not big top national news or anything, but a 30-year-old woman named Ashley O'Connor was found in Ocean City, Maryland, dead in a hole in the sand in the beach. She's from Plano, Texas. They're saying it appears to be an accident, but they haven't ruled out anything. I think I'd have to get somebody out there to check and make sure. I mean, how do you end up just dead in a hole? Nah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of things can happen. Accidents can happen. But, I mean, you just walk along, end up in a hole. And then, I mean, uh, I, to me, I'm going to be, re- I'm going to get somebody out there that really knows what the hell they're doing. Because uh, if I was the family, I'd have some folks out there. Because it don't sound on the up and up to me. It don't. It sounds like there was some foul play involved, but I could be wrong. Right. When they said they said they haven't ruled it out, foul anything yet. But they said it appears to be an accident, but they hadn't ruled it out. Two Kentucky residents, listen to this shit, are suing Governor Matt Bevin. You heard about this? No, I haven't. For blocking them from Twitter and Facebook. There's a lot of that going around. That's How that's the hell can you sue for that shit? You can't. The hell no, you can't. Uh, I mean, that'd be like me. Hell, you know how many people I've blocked on Facebook? Yeah. I mean, well, th- their argument is because they're public figures that... Uh, they're obligated yeah. to keep that channel open, but that's not what free speech is. No. There's nothing there's nothing that you are doing to someone by blocking them that has anything to do with censorship. Okay, there's nothing about free speech that says people have to listen. <laughs> okay. Right. You just can't you you just can't be censored. But you can talk all you want. You know, you can be standing on, on a on a box in, in the in the downtown square and be talking all you want people walking right by and not paying any attention to you that's not violating your your free speech rights just because nobody gives a damn about whatever it is right. that you're saying exactly yeah exactly. yeah i mean just so i mean yeah i don't know why i mean if that's the case donald trump be done sued i don't know how many times <laughs> yeah because i don't know how many people he's blocked i've heard about him blocking uh when did it listen it's her daughter i believe she said has been blocked from donald trump's twitter page I don't even know why some if you have millions upon millions of followers, your stream has to just be flying by. How can you even Yeah, how you could you even have time to even damn post a shit? I don't even yeah, I mean, have time to worry about it. You would shit. have to you, you would have to get a program like Hootsuite or something like that and Man. break those down into separate columns and filter them somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean that would be a full time job. You've got I mean, to realize who we're talking about here. We're talking about a motherfucker that's up at three o'clock in the goddamn morning tweeting. So if he sees yep. one person that says something he don't like, if he's got the time, he's going to hit the damn button and block them. I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you. I'm surprised I ain't been blocked, only because I really ain't said nothing to him real bad, except, hey, man, you need to do this or you need to do that. I ain't cussed him out or nothing like that. I don't plan on it. But I'm just saying, that's probably the only reason why I haven't been blocked. But yeah, I guarantee you. I mean, I'm not. Of course, he don't get them all. But I mean, but if somebody comes along there at the right time when he happens to be up, shit, I guarantee you, he's so damn petty. I guarantee you, he'd grab somebody and block them. He's just a type. You could tell it. 
You can tell it in his tweets. He's, uh, you can tell it in his talk. I mean, you can just tell it in his walk. You can tell it in anything. He said, there is no one thing I fucking say about this guy. <laughs> one thing I will say about this guy if he serves four years or if he serves fucking eight. And you Kool-Aid drinking Donald Trump supporters, you're going to hear it from me right here now. One thing I will say about Donald Trump. When his time is up, he will be the realest motherfucker that probably ever served in the White House. It might not be the might not be the best personality, the best he might not come off as the uh, the best attitude towards the country as a, as a whole. But he don't pull no shit. He'll get up and say anything is on his fucking mind <laughs> at the time that he wants to say it, even if it's in your windows. <laughs> Yep. That much I'll say for it. Speaking of his tweets, he evidently tweeted something this past week about China not have doing that, not helping out enough with North Korea and right. the, the missile things going on and whatnot. Uh, China hit back saying everyone should work together. China will not do anything being a neighbor. They're neighbors in North Korea. They said that pretty much they said they ain't going to do shit. They said they blamed the missile strike on animosity between Washington and Pyongyang, which I'm sure it is. I mean, between the United States and them, I mean, that's who it is. It ain't got to do with China. They're not shooting off missiles because they're pissed at China. So, I mean, do you think China should do something? Well, what he wants them to do is put pressure on them economically because they rely on China. North Korea does. They rely on China for a lot of their supplies. And China's in a bad position because they're not really thrilled with the guy either. They don't, they're not particularly in love with this guy, okay, from right. what I understand. But any type of, of, a, regime, of a regime change there, if, if that government would happen to fall, they're going to have all kinds of problems with refugees and everything else, and they don't want that. Okay, they, they, want, that, they want stability to remain in that region. So they're kind of in a, in a situation where they don't want things to get any worse. Uh, but by the same token, they're not sure they want to go as far as to say that it's time to put somebody new in there because that's going to open up a whole new can of worms for them. Hmm. Well, I, I can understand where they're coming from in the aspect of uh, trade. That's money. Right. If they come off. That they're making for something that really doesn't have anything to concern with them. That'd be like uh, you being mad at somebody that I really don't know, and you want me to quit selling to them if I own a store because you know. But I don't know. You know, I don't. I'm not. It's not the beef isn't with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. That wouldn't make any sense. I got to make money. It's putting money in my pocket. Now, if he comes in there and he raises hell in my store. Then I tell him to get the fuck out. But he hadn't done that to me. So, I mean, I, that's my, I mean, I'm not trying to side completely with China, but I can understand where they're coming from, too. And why would they want to, because if they start pissing them off, then North Korea is going to have, then they're going to have a problem with North Korea. Right. They're going to have the same damn issues we have. So why would they want to put their hands in the damn hornet's nest? Right. So I see where they're coming from. So, I mean, Trump, he just wants everybody else to do something. 
you know, and uh, this is our mess. Unfortunately, I mean, can it be become a world issue? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a lot. North Korea's enemies with a lot of people. It's not just the United States. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But the I mean, but the issue but the issue is is now those those missiles are getting better. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things with these missiles that are that are an issue in terms of how effective they are. The one thing is is it's one thing to get them above the atmosphere. It's another thing to get them back in. Okay, uh, that technology is is pretty sophisticated because just like with the space shuttle or anything else, when something comes back into the atmosphere, it can disintegrate. So you have to have a technology that not only gets the missile high, but one that can re-enter the atmosphere and still hit the target. Okay, mm. and they're getting to that point now where a lot of the people who are obviously doing intelligence and things like that, are, are afraid that they're getting dangerously close. The other aspect of this is their missiles are relatively small. So getting a, a, a decent-sized nuclear warhead on them is, is kind of difficult, but that technology is also changing. It's getting to the point now where nuclear missiles can be tipped. Okay, they just with obviously any type of <laughs> nuclear device is not good when it crashes into a city. So they're also afraid that they're getting more uh, smaller and more sophisticated nuclear uh, warheads. So these two things coming together spells really bad news for the United States because they could potentially fire these things almost like with a trajectory that's close to the North Pole and just go kind of go right over the top of the earth and drop them on the United States. So, you know, that's something that uh, is becoming a very real concern. And it seems like every time they fire one off, which is, seems like it's every couple of weeks now, they're getting yeah, better and better all the time. Yeah, they yeah. Do. it used to be a lot more spaced out. You'd probably see it two or three a year. Now it's like every damn time you turn around, you hear about one shooting off. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, which leads me to believe, where have, how do they get this many? Yeah. You know, I mean, where are they getting them from? Well, that's, that's another issue, too. Yeah. Mm. Got my ideas. But <laughs> yeah. um, do you know anything about this guy Maduro that just won in Venezuela? You know, I haven't been following that, but I know there's a lot of trouble over there. Right? They're, they're saying that he just won the election, but there's a lot of controversy over how he won it. They're saying it wasn't uh, legit. He's pretty much just overthrew everything from what I've okay. gathered and took the office. If you want to, I mean, he's saying it's legit, but somehow they're saying it isn't legit. I don't know how exactly it is, but we put sanctions on them now. United States has. We're not going to sell to them, or they're not going to sell buy sell here or whatnot. And um, any money that he has in the United States, which if he had any, has been confiscated. Anything he Hmm. had here is gone. Yeah, that's how that's to the extreme of the sanctions that we placed on him. If he had anything in any banks here, it's no longer it's no longer he no longer has any ties to it. Okay. Uh, from what I gathered, uh, I was reading the sanctions today, listening to the video on the sanctions. But they're saying he's kind of like a dictator, so I'm kind of wondering what he's going to turn out to be now. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, damn. Has everybody got to be a complete asshole in order to run a country nowadays? Seems like it, man. Man, mighty. Can't we just have some peace? What happened to damn King Arthur, man, or shit like that? I mean, you can't just be nice, run a damn country. 
You know, if you if you if you <laughs> why does it why do people think fear is the only way to get respect? Yeah. That is not the only way to get respect. That is the the only way, reason. The only time you use that is you have to get you try if you have to get respect because the first way hasn't worked. That's the only time you use that. But you should be able to love your country and love your, its inhabitants and do the best for the country as a whole to get that respect. Now, naturally, if things don't get out of hand, then you have to do what you have to do. Right. But you don't torture your country and do taxes on your people that are outrageous and shit like this in order to run a country. I don't understand where the backbone is of the people in this country. I mean, you've got, like, for instance, I mean, if India had a tyrant rise up right now, they got one billion fucking people. One billion fucking people can't storm that place and overthrow that son of a bitch. If he was to go into power, one billion? Even half of them, 25% of them decided they was going to rise up. They can't stop that shit. Man, I'm telling you, when fear has got a grip on you that bad, that common sense don't kick in and say, hey, let's rise up and take over that shit, then something's wrong. I mean, we got a, if we got a tyrant, now, Donald Trump, I'm not saying he's the best man in the world. I'm not saying he's my favorite for president and all this good shit. That's not what I'm saying. But he's still in yet ain't a dictator. If we had a dictator in this country, I would hope that some of us would rise up and charge the White House and say, we're not going to put up with this shit. You know, this is a fictional story, but... My wife has been watching, um, and she's familiar with a book called A Hands Made Tale. Hmm. And what it's about is, in a nutshell, is the United States gets taken over by religious zealots. And the country is now called Gilead, I believe. Hmm. And there's... Yeah, and uh, what these handsmaids are, are these women who, because of the fact that something has happened with, and in in the book, I'm not sure what the cause of it is, with people being fertile. So what they do is they round up these women and they they force the women of, of fertile age to have children. And it works in the concept about that's what women are for. You know, they're supposed to listen to men and men run the world. And, and, you know, women's function is basically to reproduce. And I guess the book, and I'm not real familiar with the book, but the book kind of outlines how this happened. It doesn't just happen in one day. But in the book, they, they talk about how trends and how things were excused and how they made reasons for things. For example, they did away with money. Everybody had an ID that had your wealth attached to it. Well, what they did then was is they took the wealth from the women and put it in charge of the men. Okay. And it's interesting, even though it's a fictional story, but it kind of answers your question as to how things can happen 
when they're encroached upon. Another thing that they talk about, I'm not sure how it was done in the book, but my wife and I were discussing this, and I said, well, you know, the United States population would be a hard one to deal with because of the fact that there are so many guns. And and apparently in the book, they talk about how they used excuses to register them and, and get them. You know, I'm not exactly sure how the book dealt with it. But anyway, to answer that, it's, it can happen easier than what you think it can is what I'm trying to tell. Yeah. Um, if you can warp the mind, yeah, it can happen pretty quick. Um, but anyway, if you remember a lot of the women protesting recently, they were in those hands made costumes out at those protests. That's what that's what that comes from. It comes from oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind reading that. Uh, that and book. you can stream you can stream the series online. It's actually it's pretty dark. I mean it's kinda spooky. Oh, I don't bother uh, but, me. I like it. Well, no, no, I'm not. But I'm not, I'm not rec- flatly recommending. This isn't something. It's like a family show. Oh, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. It kind of portrays what amounts to rape in these situations. And so it's it's something that it's not for the faint of heart. Right. Because what happens to these handmaids is pretty bad. Okay. But um, it, it tells, a, a, in my opinion, it's a cautionary tale. Of, of where you can go when when faith gets out of control and when it gets excused and, and used for other things. Well, we got people, even without, even if you have, well, yes, faith is a lot big issue too, but any if you got people that have taken over and manipulated people for years and years and years just their brainwashing mechanisms, you know. I mean, you take David Koresh, for instance. He was in there in that compound having sex with all them girls saying he's going to have the babies of Jesus or whatever the hell it was. And they were going to, you know, whatever the case was in that situation, he had all them people brainwashed. Now, that was on a small scale. But right. I'm a firm believer. And I'm not going nowhere anywhere with this. But I'm a firm believer that if you get the world in a bad enough chaotic state, and the right person came up, they believe anything that motherfucker say if they'd help, if they believe he could help or she could help. Oh, there's absolutely no question that oppression is a breeding ground for radicalism. Oh. That, there's oh, absolutely yeah. no question about that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you get people into, you know, economic ruin. You get people into uh, all kinds of different forms of chaos. And you have a person stand up and say, hey, I can help you. I got the answers and whatnot. They'll jump on that shit like it ain't damn nothing. Right. Uh, and before you know it, anything he says, they'll say we got to do because it's the right thing to do. We got to do this because he said to do this, and this is what's going to help us. He knows and whatever. And before you know it, you'll be doing every damn thing. Look at Hitler. He had everybody burning fucking books. Literature. He convinced them it was wrong. Brainwashed. He hit brainwashed soldiers to kill six million Jews. Yeah, it can happen. Easy. You get people. You get people. I think you get people in a bad situation. Like I said, chaos. You know, in the world as a whole, or the country, or whatever the case may be, and you give them some kind of hope. They'll latch on to it every time, especially when they don't when they have no sign of hope. Right, right. 
because hope, while it's a good thing, I've said this in a podcast probably a damn year or two ago. Hell, I can't remember when it was. While hope is a good thing, it can also be a bad thing if it's not analyzed properly. Because there's such a thing as false hope. You got fool's gold, you got fool's hope. Yep. Hope ain't always what you think it may be. You have to analyze that hope and make sure there's something there to begin with. So, well, you know about the sanctions um, with Russia. He did sign. Right. He right. ordered 700, now Putin's ordered 755 U.S. diplomats to be out of Moscow by September the 1st. Yep. And now we are deciding on whether we are to give Ukraine weapons in order to counter Russian Russian military. We're mulling over that now. We may very well give the Ukraine weapons to counterattack against Russia. Yep. And I don't know that that's the best day of move in the world. I'd have to study the details of that, but the whole thing is scary. And then when you factor oh, yeah. in when you factor in North Korea on top of that, it's getting to be the world is getting a scary place. Man, I'm telling you, it's headed toward chaos, and folks do not see it. It's headed right toward chaos. Where I said it was at, right, what I was talking about just now, and people do not see it. They want to belittle everything. Oh, it ain't that bad. Oh, it, you just make mountains out of molehills. Yeah. That's what everybody says to the molehill gets fucking bigger and bigger. Next, look, bam, next thing you know, it's Mount fucking Everest. Yep. Sometimes it's like Barney Fife said, you got to nip it in the bud. <laughs> you got to stop it at some point. You got to realize that, this, that, that, that you're in the wrong direction. I don't right. think. I really, honestly, do not think giving the Ukraine weapons to count. It's not that I'm not that I'm thinking the Ukraine's on the bat, wrong side of the deal. It's not that. It's just that when we give them weapons, man, oh my! I guarantee you, Russia's going to counter with something. I guarantee fucking tell you. You think right. they're going to sit there? I mean, hell, he just took 755 damn U.S. diplomats out of there. They got to be out by September the first, and it's their say so. And is it? What do you think he's going to do when he finds out we've given him weapons? Man, it's not, it's not smart. People think this dude. I mean, they think Donald Trump's so great that no matter what he does is okay, and he's heading you right for destruction, and you don't even realize he's running you right for damn trouble. Yeah. If it's not reeled in. I mean, there's no wall you can build. There is no wall long enough. There is no wall wide enough, tall enough, or nothing that can keep your ass, uh, protect your ass from stupidity if you let it in. (laughs) And we let that stupidity in in January of this fucking year. And people better go ahead and face it and quit trying to Fool your damn self. I've already wised up to it. I've already seen the damn handwriting on the wall. 
I know shit, man, that people don't even, I can already tell shit before it even gets here. This motherfucker ain't going to do a damn bit of good. There's never going to be no damn health care fix in this country. None of that shit's going to happen. There ain't going to be no wall built in Mexico. Y'all can fucking suck a dick on that shit because it ain't never going to damn happen. If y'all are so stupid to think there's going to be a wall built down there, you're crazy. Because Mexico sure as hell ain't going to pay for it. That'll never happen. And we ain't got $60 billion. If we build that wall, I'm going to be mad as fuck. Because it's already been stated it's going to cost somewhere around $60 billion to build that wall. And he wants a poor country that can't even afford shit to pay $60 billion to build a wall. They can't even afford half to pay. This is what we got in office. Somebody that goes to a Boy Scout shoot. I know it sounds stupid, and I've brought it up again, but I'll bring it up again. Goes there and gives a damn political speech to a bunch of kids. He could go to a fucking nursing home right now with 95-year-old people dying about to go to their grave, and he'll get up and say, hey, I'm here to see y'all. I just want to let y'all know. And oh, by the way, the press ain't going to tell you about all this. They're going to say fake news. That would be the first fucking words out of his mouth. If he went to a nursing home right now. Guarantee it. No, the first thing he'd do is before he got there, when he got there, he was in the parking lot, he'd get on his phone, he'd tweet. Hey, I'm here at the nursing home. By the way, the press ain't going to tell you this. It's fake news. Then he'd go in and say that. Right. <laughs> That'd be the first damn thing he'd do. And you don't realize, man, this is, man, people, you do not realize what this place is headed for. You don't even realize. I mean, it's so damn bad. It's, 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 it's beyond what people can even begin to imagine if, if, he, if he don't get in check. We're not going to have any allies on our side. Don't you realize that? No fucking body is going to come to our rescue because ain't nobody going to fucking trust us. We already got Europe over there, not damn, and all that over there because of the Paris deal and and, and, and all this shit. They don't already think we're damn nuts with his ass coming over there to talk. They've just about as said as much. You say, well, we're, we're America. We'll do it on our own. Yeah, you'll do it on your own. Well, you're one country against the rest of the world. Well, I hope you got some real good damn firepower. Yeah. We might be the best country in the world, quote unquote, but we ain't that big a badass. <clears throat> you better keep the transgenders in there is all I can say, because we're going to need all the fucking soldiers we can get. <laughs> <laughs> he better bring that bash motherfucker back out to him retirement. Tell him he's got to get his dress back on. He's back out there. Because <laughs> this is straight up stupid. He don't need to be telling any soldiers they can't serve. 
And I've almost of a mind to believe that if something bad goes down, the first motherfuckers, if they ended up having to start a draft board, the first motherfuckers ought to be the ones that voted for that fucker to be able to damn draft board. Y'all going hold for him? You got to be the first ones to go. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be negative. I don't mean to be mean toward. I'm not mad at our country as a whole. Right. I'm just realizing that I think the country as a whole did make the wrong damn choice. I'm not sure there was a good choice, to be honest with there you. There wasn't. There wasn't. No. And I agree. And I don't know that we would have been in any better shape with the other one. So I, I agree with that. I don't know that it would have been any better choice. Just to be truthful, I agree with you on that one. The but, cosmetics of it would be better, but in terms of practicality, I'm not sure. True. Yeah. She probably would have made some of the same decisions as he's made with Russia. Quite yeah. possibly. But given her yeah. and Putin's relationship. So that's quite possible, too. Might have yeah, we don't might even been a yeah. little bit worse because they didn't have a great relationship to begin with. Right. No, but, they um, didn't. But anyway, I'm not saying, you know, maybe things will work out. But right now, in the what I can see down the road, in the tunnel I'm looking at, unless things change, it ain't looking good. Every week, it's some new shit. Yep. But we don't have to worry about news for this show. I mean, I didn't even get about three or four topics. We don't even have to worry about news for this show. Because every three, four days when we do these shows, we got some brand new shit to talk about. Because something dumb's done happened again. And people get on there and say, I wish they quit talking about news on Facebook. Well, why not? Hell, it's happening as fast as every damn thing else is. Oh, okay, never mind. I forgot. I got to see your bathroom again. Go ahead. Take a picture of it. <laughs> That's about all I got for this week. You got anything, man? We're good, man. All right. We'll be back Thursday night at 11 o'clock. Y'all have a good one. It's Ryobi Days at the Home Depot. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select Ryobi OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other Ryobi tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. Ryobi Days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance.